get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. It is BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. And right now we are going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He is Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. Jer, what's going on, man? Not too much. I just joined you guys so you could get off that last topic. Hey, man, this is well, what thanks, we're here JR. for. we got to keep things. Jared, uh, I'd like to ask you your thoughts on it, but I think everyone is excited for us to move on. Got so we too won't much get into Blues it. hockey to get into today. <laughs> Blues back in action tonight against the Coyotes. Scott Perunovic expected to make his NHL debut tonight. And, JR, do I have this right? It's, it's basically the team that we expected going into opening night if they were fully healthy, minus Braden Shin, right? That's pretty much what we're going to see tonight. Yeah, pretty much, and we'll see Scott Prunovich, and I think uh, during camp with his strong play, you thought there was a chance that he might make the team, and guys, I got to say, you know, Scott Prunovich probably wanted to be up here the last month, but playing those games, uh, what, 12 of them, I think had to be good for him. He, he leads uh, in points down there with 20 in those 12 games. He's been really, really good, and so I think to have that underneath him coming up to play his first pro game tonight, our first NHL game, I should say, uh, is going to be good for him. So yeah, uh, lineup looks real good, getting Sunquist back, and Braden Shen skated this morning, so is it a game or two more that he misses? We don't know, uh, but they should be fully healthy soon. So, Jay, on the defensive side, it does sound like that it's kind of an uncertainty. We know Krug is playing, we know Perunovic is playing, but you don't know the guy that's going to be out. I would assume it's Jake Wallman, but we talked with Drew Bannister a little bit ago, and he said Perunovic is just as strong on his right side that he would be his left side. Who, who do you feel like might be the odd one out in this sense? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be Prunovich and Bortuzzo as that third pair. And then Mikola coming back from COVID is going to be out. And then Jake Wallman, he set out uh, the special teams drills at the end of practice. Usually, guys, uh, you know, if, if even you're in the lineup, you're going to play PK and kind of help out the power play during practice there. He, he was off to the side. And afterwards, Craig Bruby said he's fallen off a bit and he feels like he needs a mental break. So it looks like Wallman and Mikola are the uh, two defensemen that are out tonight. So you'd have Scandella going back with Pareko at that point? That'd be the case, yeah. That's how they ran it in practice. Uh, I, I know the, the the pairs were mixed up a bit, but uh, it looked like it was going to be Scandella and Pareko again, which obviously they've struggled. But as I mentioned uh, after the game the other night, Craig Bruby said they're going to be better. So it looks like he's going to give them that opportunity to play together again. And then Krug and Falk, who have just been uh, terrific. And honestly, I think that's one of the, the bigger reasons why they keep Scandella 
and Preco together is because Falk and, and uh, Krug have definitely developed some chemistry. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I, I'm curious, JR, what are your ex- expectations tonight for Perunovic? Like ice time, the special teams units, how involved do you expect to see him in his debut? Yeah, I think we're going to see him see him play. I don't think they're going to hold back on it. Look, they saw what he could do in training camp, and as Craig Bruby said today, he said training camp's different than the regular season. But the thing that really caught my attention, guys, they're putting Scott Pernovich on that second power play, and I asked Craig Bruby about that after practice today, and he said, hey, you got to put him in spots that, where he's going to shine, and uh, that's where he shines. He can quarterback that power play. Uh, but, uh, you know, Justin Falk has been in that role this season, and I know some people might be disappointed that they take Falk out of that role, but they need Falk 5-on-5, five five, and they need him on the PK. And I think this is a situation where maybe Pernovich doesn't play big 5-on-5 five five minutes, but you get him some more minutes and some good touches on that power play, which he's so adept at. Another player getting back in the lineup, JR, and this one's been a while, Oscar Sundquist. Uh, it sounded like he was pretty excited to get back on the ice during his media availability today. What are your expect- expectations from Sonny, who we all know when he's healthy, he likes to play a physical brand of hockey? It's so much more fun, Alex. You know this, to cover this team when Oscar Sundquist is around. He did about nine minutes up at the uh, the desk, the podium, and it was like a, a comedic nine minutes. He said, somebody asked him, Darren Pang asked him, hey, when did you have that knee surgery? And he said, April 6th. I suck at math, so you can count that out and uh, see how long that was. And then I think he was asked uh, about Alexander Steen, his good friend. Hey, have you heard from Steiner about getting back in the lineup and, and being back? And he said, no, I don't know if he doesn't pay attention to the media anymore or what, but he's kind of leaving me high on dry. He hasn't uh, reached out. So he, he was uh, joking around a lot today. His smile, Craig Bruby said, it's infectious. Guys gravitate to, towards Oscar Sundquist. And you guys have talked about the Blues record with and without Sundquist in the lineup. It's night and day different. And Craig Bruby said today that's because he, he just rubs off on guys and they want to play the way he's playing north south and so this is a big addition even though you may not get the minutes uh, and you may not get the oscar sunquist we're used to seeing here in the early going it, it's huge to have him back in, in the lineup jeremy rutherford blues insider for 101 espn and the athletic is our guest jr how much of an energy bump do you expect this team to get from sunny being in the lineup from perunovic making his debut this team has looked a little flat in the last couple of games. Do you think they could get a bump in the energy from these guys getting back on the ice? Yeah, I think they can, especially with Sunquist. And then, you know, do guys pay attention to this? Probably not. But uh, Tory Krug lobbied to get back on the ice tonight. And so, you know, players see that. They see how bad a guy wants to get back out on the ice. And then Prinovich, they realize how good he is. And, you know, he's got the speed. He's got the puck movement. The Blues defense has really struggled here lately. He can help them. So they feel that jolt, too. And as you mentioned, to get all three of them, at once. Uh, I got to be honest, this is sooner than I thought we'd see uh, Tory Krug come back. So, uh, you know, to get all three of them back on the ice tonight, you've been scuffling a little bit. I think the Blues have been playing pretty good second, third period coming back in these games and, and playing well, but they're getting behind. And, and so we didn't see that early in the season. So you get, you know, what's close to your regular lineup back minus Braden Shen. Maybe get out to a lead a little bit and you're not play, forced to play comeback like they have here recently. JR, speaking of the defense, I mentioned this yesterday with BK. I think it's nine of the 14 games the Blues have allowed three or more goals this season. Uh, not not a great trend in the early portion of the year, especially the struggles that they've been going through. What have you been seeing on the defensive side? Is it a misstep from the defenseman or, or do you feel like it's a five-man unit problem? Yeah, I think it's both. I know that's uh, taking the easy way out, but let me explain here. You know, I think in that 5-0 and start, 
there were they, they were a lot closer together. There wasn't as much space. Like you look at that play the other night where Wallman has trouble getting the puck out. He's kind of in the corner, and you know maybe a, a better play gets it out of the zone. But if you look and freeze frame the camera there, the TV, there's nobody anywhere near him. There's no support to get the puck out. I felt like the first five games of the season, there's always a guy standing eight feet away, and they're making two and three passes to get out of the zone. And it was happening quick. So you know I think the forwards could do a better job of helping out, but I think there, there's been some poor defensive play here as of late. And you look at that top pair of uh, Colton Pareko, Marco Scandella, you need those guys to be better. Colton Pareko, you know, I think he's a great player. I think he can be a number one player. He's made just a few plays here in the last three or four games that, that don't look like him. And Marco Scandella, look, I think that he's probably a – fourth, fifth defenseman, but I think with the Blues situation, having Krug and Falk play together in that role and really not having anybody who can step up and, and play with Pareko, you know, that's what they're going with. And it just, you know, there's been times where it's looked okay and there's been times like recently where, where it hasn't. So do they upgrade in that area? I don't know, but they're going with what they have right now. Final question that I've got for you, JR. We talked a lot yesterday about Robert Thomas. Right now he's producing like a point-per-player performer. He has one goal, though, on the season. Just one. He only has 29 shots all season long. So he's shooting around the same as he did in 2019 and 2018. He hasn't really changed his game from that perspective. But he's producing at an incredibly high rate right now. What is the comp? for Robert Thomas. Is there anybody that comes to mind when you think of a a great center who defensively is, is performing as well as we've seen Robert Thomas so far this year, but who just doesn't shoot that much and doesn't get that goal production? Is there anything, anybody that comes to mind for you that nah. his game reminds you of? Yeah, not a, not a guy, you know, especially this young, he's still 22 years old, but you know, just to look at what he's doing, we've been saying this for a year or two. You want to see him shoot it more. Uh, I feel like he's had scoring opportunities and the goalies come up pretty big. That one goal that you referenced he's got this year is an empty netter, and it looked like, uh, you know, the, the world on his shoulders mm-hmm. when that went in. And so, you know, he's had some, some goalies make some pretty good saves on him, but still not a ton of shots. But here's the thing. He's a pass-first guy, and does that change a little bit in the next three or four years and, and during his career, you know, perhaps a little bit, but you still want him to be that guy. You don't want to take that away from him. So he's piling up this, this, what's he got three straight games, multi-assist two, two and three. Uh, so that's ha- happening for him. I'd like to see some better defense. Quite honestly, I know he's been pretty good in that regard. And gosh, you're out on the ice with Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle the other night. But uh, you know, that line with Tarasenko and Barbashev has been on the line, uh, been on the ice for a few goals here lately. So you know, it's a lot for him to focus on. People are wanting him to shoot. People are wanting him to score. You know, you want to see the assist total balloon up. And, hey, you want to see him play D, and he's getting harder matchups. So, for me, if we were having this conversation 30 games, 35 games into the season, I'd be a little bit concerned. But I still feel like we're in that, you know, 10 to 15-game window where he's still getting his footing and, and trying to take care of all those things we just touched on. We will be following your work over at The Athletic. We'll be checking out what we see tonight from Scott Perunovich in his debut. We'll hear that right here on 101 ESPN pregame coverage beginning at 6 o'clock. JR, always appreciate the time, man. Thanks for hopping on with us today. Anytime, guys. Thanks a lot. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.